welcome to A Word for This Day podcast. I am Jory Schaefer, the show's host and creator, and I'm so thankful that you joined us today. The chosen scripture for January the 14th, 2022 comes from the book of Joel, and it is Joel 1.14. It reads as follows from the English Standard Version. Consecrate a fast. Call a solemn assembly. Gather the elders and all the inhabitants of the land to the house of the Lord your God and cry out to the Lord. So here we are back in a minor prophet book of the Old Testament. And I think the reason they call them minor prophets versus uh, major prophets is the minor prophet books are smaller. (laughs) That's that's the only thing I can figure out. There's probably some really big theological reason that one is a minor and one is a major, but we think of the major prophet books of like Isaiah and Ezekiel and Jeremiah and uh, Daniel, but the minor prophet books are many of the smaller books. And sometimes I think those get glossed over because they are small and um, they were originally written um, to Israel and Judah um, to encourage them to repent and to turn back fully to the Lord. Um, but there are messages for us throughout this scripture because the scripture, as we've talked about from Genesis to Revelation, is the inspired word of God. And we learn so much about the character of God how he loves his people, how he takes care of his people, and also how he disciplines his people. We're reminded in Scripture that um, that the Lord disciplines us because he loves us. If you read in um, Hebrews chapter, let's see, chapter 12, beginning in verse 5, <clears throat> um, about halfway down, it says, My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor be weary when reproved by him, for the Lord disciplines the one he loves and chastises every son whom he receives. Just like we do for our children, we encourage them to be on the right track and to do the right thing um, because we know that's what's best for them and we know that um, if they'll follow our recommendation, they're much less likely to get hurt in the long run. And as we've discussed before, the Lord blesses obedience, and it's not because he um, is a tyrant who just wants his way. It's because he loves us, and his way is best. He sees things that we cannot see. He is, is not bound by time. He knows the beginning all the way to the end. And if we will but just trust Him, even when our eyes don't understand it and our human hearts think we know best, that's called pride, by the way, and um, you will fail every time if you go that way. The Lord knows what's best, and um, and He truly loves us and truly wants to bless His children. And so that's why He sent prophets, I think, throughout the Old Testament um, to just to call and to beg the people to turn back to him, to to repent, and which means to turn away, to to do a hundred and eighty degree turn, um, 
to go back to what is true and the one who is faithful and the one who has promised to take care of them. So um, Joel is one of these prophets, and we don't know a lot about him other than what is recorded in the very first um, verse of the first chapter of this little book of three chapters. Um, And it says, The word of the Lord that came to Joel, the son of Pethuel. So as usual, um, you know that I'll recommend this. This little book is just three chapters, so when you have time, Try to read through it. Some things you you may say, this does not apply to us, um, but you will see a timeless message um, in this and and that how important it is to return to God and that He will bless you. And in this little book of Joel, we find um, part of the prophecy that has directly affected every believer and will affect everyone who chooses to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ um, before now and now until forever. And I want to show you that because I think it is just so neat to see how the scripture is woven together. And just another example of how this is the inspired word of God. If you look at the end of Luke's gospel, when Jesus, after Jesus had been resurrected and um, appeared to his disciples and was getting ready to ascend back to the Father, he said, um, let's see, Luke chapter 24, verses, beginning in verse 46, and um, no, in verse 45, sorry. Then he, and that's talking about Jesus, opened their minds to understand the scriptures, and he said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise again from the dead the third day, and that repentance for forgiveness of sins would be proclaimed in his name to all the nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things, and behold, I am sending forth the promise of my Father upon you, but you are to stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. Then, from there, we scoot over to the book of Acts, which um, is the history of the early church. It tells about how um, on Pentecost, on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came down on all who's were, who there, were there, and they began to prophesy, and then they began from there to go out and tell people the good news of the gospel, that Jesus came, he uh, was in the flesh, he was crucified, he was resurrected, and uh, he ascended on high, and then he's coming back again. But the neat thing is, in Peter's opening statement, when he's talking to the crowd, um, and this is the same Apostle Peter that we talked about in yesterday's episode, um, he says, um, let's see, in Acts chapter 2, um, they thought that all the people there who were prophesying and speaking in tongues were drunk. But Peter said in Acts chapter 2, beginning in verse 15, For these men are not drunk, as you suppose, for it is only the third hour of the day. But this is what was spoken of through the prophet Joel. That that same Joel that we're talking about today. In verse 17, it says, And it shall be in the last days, God says, that I will pour forth of my spirit on all mankind, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. 
Even on my bond slaves, both men and women, I will in those days pour forth of my spirit, and they shall prophesy, and I will do great no, and I will grant wonders in the sky above, and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun will be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood, before the great and glorious day of the Lord shall come. And it shall be that every one who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. He quoted from the prophet Joel, whose book we are in today. So I just think that is so neat. And when it talks about everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. That's us if we've accepted him as our Lord and Savior. So this little book of Joel had something for you and for me and for everyone who will believe on the name of the Lord. That uh, reference that Peter talked about is found in Joel 2.28. And I can't remember um, for sure, but we may talk about that again another day. Uh, but I just wanted to give you that connection because I think it's so important to see how all of God's scripture is entwined and how even though it's a little minor prophet book in the Old Testament, God used it to speak to his people and he uses it to speak to us even now. So back to today's verse of Joel one fourteen, where Joel was saying, Consecrate a fast, call a solemn assembly, gather the elders and the inhabitants of the land to the house of the Lord your God and cry out to the Lord. Um, the people at that time had just once again turned their back on the Lord and they weren't following his ways and the Lord was punishing them for that. Um, he had told them what to do. He had told, he, the Lord had told them, if you do not follow what I have told you to do, you are going to suffer. Yet they did it anyway, just much like a child who pushes his, his or her parents. And, uh, even when you say, don't touch that hot thing, and they put their little finger just as close as they can get to it until they touch. And then they cry and then they come running back so you can hug them. God is our Father and He does a very similar thing. Um, but he kept telling them, turn back, turn back. And that's where what he used for the prophet Joel to say, you know, get everyone together, return to the Lord. Um, at that time, and we don't see that as much in, um, in our current day in, well, I'm doing this podcast from America. We don't see that in the United States where people put on sackcloth and ashes and, fast and and mourn and wait and well um we might all do better if we would do that sometimes when we realize that we have turned away from god but at the time when people realized that they had turned away that's what they would do they would just humble themselves and before god and cry out for his forgiveness and tell them they were sorry and plead for his mercy and you know what friend he is so faithful to do that. As we talked about um, how important it is to confess our sins, this is part of that. And when we look at our world today and the mess that um, is found in so many places, it is truly because we have turned away from the one true living God. And I just wonder what would happen if, if even in our churches, if we would humble ourselves more and consecrate a fast and call solemn assemblies 
to, and all of us get on our knees or our faces and um, just ask the Lord to help us. I will tell you, um, his word says in Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. Actually, let me back up to um, verse 12, 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 12. This is the Lord speaking to Solomon. And at this time, Solomon was still doing what was right in the eyes of the Lord. But the Lord said, um, Then the Lord appeared to Solomon in the night and said to him, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. When I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain or command the locusts to devour the land or send pestilence among my people, if my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. And that is so important. I believe with all my heart that that is still true today. And I encourage you, if you are a believer, to call out to the Lord. Repent. May we ask for forgiveness for what we've done, but also ask for forgiveness for what um, our cities and countries and states and um nations in this world has done, and uh, perhaps the Lord will turn and have mercy on us. You know, in Isaiah chapter 55, beginning in verse 6, it says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord that he may have compassion on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. This is a message that is throughout the scripture, and it is the character of our God that if we will return to him in uh, humbly and truthfully, he will forgive our sins and he will heal. So will you join me in praying uh, for our um, countries and our cities and our states um, and for each other today? We will know more of his character and know what he wants to do if we will read God's word, study God's word, live God's word, and share God's word. So may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. Blessings. Until next time, friend.